joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the amazing Elizabeth Korowski-Stukas. She is the COO and the CCO at Credivolve. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, most of us did not plan on coming into our wonderful mortgage industry, but we accidentally found our way and it has been amazing. Now, the reason why we stay in this industry is because it's tied to our professional and personal why. So Elizabeth, we would love to hear, what is your why? Well, it's, I would like to say it's deeper than the financial aspect of providing to your family, right? A lot of us stay in an industry or you start in an industry and stay because it pays well, right? But it's so much more deeper for, for what we do. Um, and for me specifically, being in the fintech world and uh, within mortgages, we're capable of helping thousands, hundreds of thousands consumers every single day reach what is called the American dream, right? So if you think about it, owning a home is an American dream. And with our process, with the technology, what we do, um, we, we accomplish that. And so uh, I think it stems even further, almost I look at it and I was actually thinking about um, some of the uh, our conversations, Laura, in the past, as a child, I loved helping people and seeing success, right? I'm one that I, I really, when I hear about someone's success, I'm calling them, I'm talking to them. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're successful making a change or you're successful buying a home or successful in business. It really brings joy and happiness, right? Some people thrive on seeing other people's misery. I thrive on people seeing other people's success. So when our platform shares the success of other consumers, right? It really just continues to push me forward in being in this industry and continue to, you know, I mean, I've been in this industry for almost over 20 years. And yeah, you change roles, right? You change what you do, but that why of seeing that type of success is the reason why I continue to, you know, do what I do. Wow. Well, number one, that's called an abundant mindset, what you just said, right? Because you realize that someone else's success does not mean that someone has to fail in order for that person to have success. There's more than enough wonderful, beautiful, successful things to go around for everyone. So I love that. And at this moment, I'd love for you to explain what is Credit Evolve? Like, tell us what did I want everyone out there to understand what your platform is. I appreciate that. Um, our platform connects uh, consumers coming from a lender, lender or a loan officer that doesn't qualify due to credit or financial guidelines connects them with a nonprofit HUD counselor. And so it literally takes someone that it, what we'd like to say from a no to a not yet, taking a consumer that doesn't qualify, giving them slightly different journey, right? But a journey that still leads to home ownership. And, and that journey is taking them through our platform, having a nonprofit, work with the consumer, help them financially, help them with their credit, help them make necessary or take necessary steps in order to become uh, what we like to say mortgage ready, 
and and right. that's done all throughout our platform. That's wonderful, and yeah. such a such a wonderful thing that. And you know what? That leads me to my next question, all about impact, right? So I know for myself, I I can literally to this day remember that first moment where I felt, wow, what I do really does positively impact others. So I'd love to hear, please share with us, and it could be a story from a while ago or a story from yesterday. Give us one of those stories when you recognize the impact of your work and how it positively affects others. So let's go back, back in 2000, gosh, I'm aging myself, 2001, <laughs> 2002, right? When I used to personally originate loans, um, it was the hardest thing to tell a family member, especially I'm, for, uh, I'm first generation, you know, those that migrated here from another country that they could not qualify for a mortgage, right? For whatever reason, mostly it was because of credit. And, you know, when I saw that, that these were good, hard working individuals or families that couldn't qualify, it, it, it tore me apart because I know even when my parents migrated, I mean, it was the, the first thing they wanted to do is, is make sure that there was a home, right? That they, they had a place for their family to grow up in. And so moving a few years forward back in 2008, 2009, when the, the world slightly changed in our, in, in the mortgage industry, it gave me an opportunity to look at that and say, how can I take this, this terrible situation and make it positive, right? And, and really influence um, the, the, just the industry, how we think about things. And I had the good fortune of actually working with some of these customers, right? These customers that you would say no to and acting in a counselor role and helping them get to a position where they qualify. Let me give you a perfect ex example. And I still, um, I, I remember one of my dearest clients, it was a single mom who had four kids and you know, she was going through the mortgage process, didn't qualify. The person came to us on our platform and I, I, I was her counselor at that moment, right? I was the one that took the responsibility uh, and taking her through the steps. In six months, we, we went through the journey. Six months later, she qualified, right? Excitement. She was super excited. And then next thing you know, she's, she got a collection, on her report. And for all of us who know, you get one collection on your report, your score drops anywhere between 60 to 70 points overnight, right? And at that moment, she said, I'm not going to do this. I'm done. I'm done with this, right? As a counselor, it is our responsibility to coach them and say, you're not done. Your goal is to get into a home. Financially, you qualify. We're going to get you there. And so we worked for another two months, right? And we got her there and she did purchase her home, right? But, but that's where I'm saying that technology plays an important role. It gives the efficiency. It helps us move things along. It, it allows us to communicate to our all parties, the stakeholders. But at the end of the day, the connectivity that we had as counselors to the consumers to help them reach that ultimate goal is really cool. And that's where I was able to impact that, right? Impact that customer who would have said, no, I can't do this anymore yeah. to get to the finish line. Wow. How special is that? That's wonderful. And think about that, right? You just said 2001, 2002, right? So 20 years 
this family, right, became a homeowner and, and probably continued to be a homeowner, whether it was that same home or another one. And you not only changed her, but you changed the entire family. You created generational wealth, right? And that is the power of the impact that all of us do with working in this industry, which is amazing. Okay. One family at a time, right? One, One family, family at, at a time. time. That is doesn't right. matter. But, but that you know, right. it's, it's those stories. And those are the kind of stories that, you know, our counselors are able to share every single day. Absolutely. Okay. So taking us back, right? I'd love to hear what would be your one piece of advice that you would like to share, whether it was something you wish someone would have told you when you came in or something after all this experience that you now have that you would like to share with someone coming into our industry right now. Don't be afraid to ask for help, right? Um, I think as a young adult, uh, I felt that I needed to reach certain milestones almost by yourself. And that's pretty silly when I look back because now I ask for help from everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. I reach out and I'm like, look, this is the situation I'm at. Um, and this is what I would love to do. And, and you know, I mean, now there's associations like women with vision that others can take part in. The more you get out there, the more you um, can associate with great associations, the more you can meet some influencers that can guide you along, the better you will be. Agreed. And, and that, is, that is the beauty of now. I mean, now with social media and the connections you can make, right? Like even just like you mentioned, of course, what's near and dear to us, you know, women with vision. I mean, you can go to the events, you can join the Facebook groups, you can just watch the social media and feel connected to people to where you can make those connections to ask for help, to say, hey, you're an, an expert in this area. What do you think? You know, can you point me in the right direction? And that is the beauty of it. I don't feel like, I had that when I first started in this industry. And I don't know if it's because the social media component wasn't there. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if maybe I just was afraid. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, Laura. I don't know. Cause I look back and I'm like, how much, how life would be easier if we did, I right? Know. And if we were connected early on and decisions we would have made, I know I probably would have not made some of the decisions, good, bad, or indifferent, right? I think if we did have that environment like we do now, um, it, it would have, it, you can't tell what would have happened, but uh, I just know that there are the tools now available that you can reach out or uh, it's just not being afraid to do it. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes people are afraid to, um, ask those questions because they might feel it's silly. Well, no question is silly, right? I mean, sometimes you do, you, even today, you get on these calls with some executives from all of these places and they're saying these words and acronyms that, you know, I still, to this day, I have no problem saying, I'm sorry, I don't know what ABC means. <laughs> Can yeah. you help me out? Um, and so it's important that those that are coming into the industry new, whether young, old, or wherever you're at in your career, uh, that you have the, you know, just know that you should raise your hand and ask for help. 
Yeah. It actually takes great confidence mm -hmm. to do that. And sometimes people say, well, how do you gain confidence? Where does that come from? But it's really just being okay with yourself. Wherever you are in this moment, own it. Own that, right? Because the only way that you get to other places is to first accept where you are today. Because yeah. in this moment, own that and be the best today because that is how you pave your way to the future. But you can't skip ahead. You can't say, oh, I should know what that executive's thinking. Right. Well, if you're making your way there, well, then you have to own where you are today. Ask those questions so that if you strive to be that, be comfortable asking those questions. For the majority of the time, people are willing to help. People are willing to answer. People are willing to lend a helping hand, to give you a smile, to say, it's okay. But have that confidence in yourself today and who you are to own that and don't be afraid to ask. I love that advice. You know what, Laura, you just meant, uh, said something that I was thinking is that really good leaders will answer and help. Right. And so because, you know, there you might come across like if, you know, from me just saying it, hey, just reach out and ask for help. Right. There will be some that will not. Right. Correct. And who cares? Push those to the side because the good leaders will actually answer. They will enjoy taking part in answering. I know if some when someone reaches out to me saying, hey, Elizabeth, can you help me understand this? I enjoy those conversations. Me too. Right? Me too. I've, so, I've made great connections from people reaching out to me. I will never turn someone away ever that, that reaches out. And for the most part, like you said, most people will. I mean, listen, sometimes people are in a season of their life where it's difficult to make time. That's okay too, to your yes. point. It's okay. Yep. If that person is in a busy season that they can't find time, that's not a problem. Go to the next person. Don't give up. Don't say, oh, no one is going to yep. answer. No one's going to yep. respond. Go to the next person. There's yep. plenty of people that may be in a season where they can spend a little time with you. So love it. Elizabeth, thank you so much for sharing your why with all of us and all of your insights. We truly appreciate it. We wish you all the most success in everything that you do. Thank you so much. Take care, everyone.